0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: So how many losses is it now, Alan? I'm, I'm starting to lose track. Is it seven? I've got web fingers, so I'm out of fingers right now. <laughs> seven seven, seven <laughs> straight losses. Seven <laughs> losses in a row for the Caps, Alan. And once again, and, and I said this on the postgame show, there was a point in the third period, I was talking with Smoke and Al and JJ and Grant, we were like, they're playing better tonight. This is a better brand of hockey. They still give up six goals, seven straight losses. What is wrong?
0: They're not playing the right style of hockey. They're not committed to playing defensive hockey all game long. This team was built on defense first. Uh, They got a commitment a long time ago with Barry Trotz, Todd Reardon, all the guys that were here. Uh, They're using the same systems, but for some reason, guys aren't paying attention. Guys weren't committed in the start of the season to play this way, and they got away from it, and then you have players that are on slumps of all types not just goal scoring slumps playing slumps some of these guys just they're not good right now and they're they're holes in the ice they're holes in defense and i'm with john carlson as of what he said this past sunday after the loss to chicago is it feels like they're playing shorthanded out there five on five because they are billy it's uh it feels like six lifetimes ago
1: since they lost eight straight games that was bruce boudreau lead up to the winter classic 2010-11 that's how long it's been since they last lost eight in a row, and that's what they're staring at. I didn't have kids then. I <laughs> know, neither did I. Oh, Lord.
2: It was seven lifetimes ago. I was a happier guy.
1: I was a happier guy. No, we love our kids. Love my kids. I hate the losing. I'm Rob Carlin, the Capitals Talk podcast starts now. And a standing ovation from those here in downtown Toronto. Leafs will just call off the dog. stop him behind the net and the Toronto Leafs have defeated the Capitals' final score, 6-3. to three. The losing streak is now at seven in a row. So there's been a couple of things, Alan, that have been following the Caps around on the seven-game losing streak. One is they're giving up a ton of goals. That happened again. They give up six to Toronto. Another is when the Caps score... They seem to give up goals right back. That happened again tonight. Backstrom scores the goal late in the first period. Tipped in front by Nick Backstrom. And the power play goal stakes Washington to a 1-0 lead. 47 seconds later, Kadri scores and ties it up. It's just the way it's been going. And then another hat trick. Kadri gets a hat trick. Fourth time in the last five games. Third straight game where they've given up a hat trick. It is
0: unreal. It's bizarre. It's like the original Caps, the inaugural Caps teams, and I think we and you mentioned never that. want to be like the no, inaugural think, Caps team. I was, anything I was going to joke around about that yesterday. It's like this is like the inaugural Caps playing the inaugural San Jose Sharks. They used to play in the Oakland Cow Dump Palace, <laughs> and uh, it was it was, the way they're playing defensively right now reminds me of that. It, it just it's like not even a thought. the 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 structure's not there. The commitment to block shots to. There's just not enough at all times, and it, I, I don't know. I, I just. But how does this happen with an experienced group well, like? Well, you know this? what? They had this experienced group had a bunch of horseshit periods last season where they, they get did. their door. And when we were on the Barry Trotz death watch, and uh, you know, I'm staying awake all night checking my F and phone. Is that better, Ryan? Since I'm not supposed to say that say other it. word anymore. Anyway, with it, <laughs> that word is rhymes with trucking. So, anyways the uh, F and coach was going to get fired. How many times last year after these bad stretches and everyone wanted them fired. Now on Twitter, he's the best coach ever in the world. And we have a cheap owner, but you know what you go through stretches, teams get out of sync, they get out of kilter. You, you end up, sometimes there's the dynamic in the room is all messed up. Guys are hating each other a little bit. And it, you, sometimes you just need to get a kick in the ass or get the hell away from each other. And it all kind of works out. But when you have a team with Ovi and Backie and John Carlson and Braden Holpe, I think things are going to get all right, but they've got to start putting pressure. The coaches on everyone to play this system and to do it right. And the only system in my mind that's going to work here is the defensive one, because we see the, the, the running gun hockey is not good for the caps. It's not conducive to success for this team because other guys are getting the hat tricks. I would like to play against the caps right now. I'd like to get my first <laughs> NHL hat trick. The way things are going defensively. Arvinson did it with Nashville. Taves did it Chicago
1: hurdle does it for San Jose. And now Kadri, for Toronto, and I 100% expect that the Caps will turn it around and will go on a run because it was only what like four weeks ago that they had won 16 of 20. So it feels like a long time ago, they're still this, in second place, right? This team was shot out of a cannon to start the season, even with sort of a bumpy actual start to the year. Like they they took control of the division, held it for a long time. Um, it, but now. Looking back in hindsight, I agreed with the decision to
0: play Ov in this game because I thought it was important. I agreed with playing Holtby in the back to back. Important for what? Because you you suck so bad, you suck so bad that it's important to have it. This was a guaranteed loss game. Back, what's a record back to back? How come it doesn't say that in God <laughs> game notes? But I don't know. The back to back, they <laughs> suck at the back to back right now. And I thought, it but was, they've also sucked coming in a long break. It doesn't. You know what? Big effing deal. They suck right now. Sit them out this one and worry about that six-game homestand. That was more important than, you know, this loss, win or lose, this, this game meant nothing tonight. It's collectively. They've sucked for about a month, right? Even when they got some of the wins, they were, were sucking. And Ovi was winning them games before at will because there were a lot of passengers. And you, you just, I think it was the wrong decision to play him. I thought it was the wrong decision to play Braden Holpe. Uh, they weren't committed to playing a 60-minute game. And it got away from them, and they got punked for six goals against. Even though the one is an empty netter, they got punked for six goals against. And right now, they're the worst defensive team in the National Hockey League in this stretch. They're not playing properly, and it's not going to just fix in Toronto. A team that fires 70, 80, 90 shots at the opposition every night, the crowd's your net front. As soon as you start getting away from it, you start to play like one chance where you, you get a little horny on the offensive zone where you're, you're running around trying to score goals and leaving your defensive responsibilities, bang, it's in your net. And it just, what just started happening it was like snapping your fingers, Toronto scores a goal.
1: Yeah. I, again, look, I, my personal thought was I was, and it doesn't sound like it was because of the six straight losses. Like, you know, McNally said last night when the media asked Ovi if he was going to play against Toronto, he looked stunned. Like, of course, why would I not play? And, and Reardon said before the game against Toronto that this was sort of the plan behind closed doors all alone. I, I think it probably didn't help, you know, that they would lost
0: six in a row. Well, all along, they weren't planning on having a big losing streak like this. No. So you, you can call an audible and something like this. And, and you think big picture, the big picture is that homestand gets, gets you back to the top of the Metro. And you want to make sure, I, I, I think the Caps, we, if we get the Caps back to playing like they did last uh, spring and summer, was it summer? Actually, was it summer yet when we won nope. the Cup? No, officially, it, no, not Right, so anyways, last spring. It just felt
1: like it yeah. we were melting in Vegas during that. Yeah, it was
0: awesome. I'll take <laughs> that. Was, I'll do it and, uh, and Tampa, and uh, even though we had a raincoat a few times, but we drank well, had fun, ate well, watched a lot of great hockey games, drank a lot of great beer all over the country. I had every type of blonde beer there is. <laughs> you did. You know how many states? I'll vouch for that. <laughs> and... But they've got to get back to playing solid team defense if they if they want to right this ship, and that, that's the bottom line. And if they don't, we're going to be sitting here talking about the inaugural season caps and how many goals against they had because this team's right now, this last month, they're on pace to be like that team. So when they get back, it's they play
1: every other day. They play Calgary on a Friday, Boston on Sunday. Calgary, who's second place overall in the National Hockey. Oh League. yeah, yep. That's that's the first game back, February first. So thankfully, we can flush January. No one needed to see another hockey game in January for this Caps team. Yeah. They start back on February, home on a Friday night, February 1st, against Calgary, home on Sunday against Boston, afternoon game, home on Tuesday against Vancouver, uh, home on Thursday against Colorado, then uh, Florida on Saturday, then the Kings come out on the following Monday. So all of a sudden, that, that stretch right there, because after that, they go on the road for six games. Columbus, San Jose, Anaheim, L.A., Toronto, Buffalo. They'll be coming home to the most important 12-day day stretch of their schedule of the season. 12-day or 12-game? 12 12-day. 12 that six-game homestand. Six games. Yeah, that that six-game homestand, because if they need they, to collect wins. If they pull together,
2: harvest their nuts, say you win five out of six, then you can go on that road trip, take a couple bumps if you have to, and feel good about getting out of that road trip at least even. But if they come back... When say, two out of four. I mean, right now, they, they can't pull together any win. So nothing's uh, nothing's given. But if they if they, if they they uh, take a dump during that six-game homestand, now you're going on the road, and now all of a sudden we're talking about where the season's headed. And that's, I mean, eesh, can you believe that?
1: So most, all these guys always talk about it. And, and when T.J. Oshie, when you say, like, hey, the following game, he's always like, <laughs> I, I don't even know who we play next. I truly believe that T.J. Oshie does not know or care. He shows up and he'll be dressed and ready to go when the game starts. But Alan, you, you're looking at this long break, what nine days away now or something like that before they come back Did are they allowing themselves to look at the importance of this six game homestand? Do they know they come back with Calgary and Boston on Friday and Sunday, or are they just so shutting their brains off now? They
0: know who they're coming back against. Every guy knows who you play and you look at the schedule, you know what all the blocks are. I'm going to call BS on TJ for that one. Um, They know who they're playing. I knew who I was playing at all times, and I drank a lot more than these guys, had more fun, stayed up later, got less sleep. And I always knew who we were playing, whenever we were going, wherever we were going. And you know what? They have to come back and believe that this is the most important part of the season because right after that, they've got an extended six-game road trip uh, back-to-back against Columbus, who who fought them hard the last time they're playing. It's going to be a hate-filled game. They're going to come after the LA Kings. They go... Play Columbus after the six game homestand, and then they got San Jose, who they well, <laughs> nothing good ever happened. The in only San time Jose. they used to win in San Jose, I was still an NHL player playing on the Washington Capitals, and they won one since I think something like that. It sounds right. Yeah, And they lost twenty two of twenty five. Before last year, when they swept San Jose,
1: twenty-two of twenty-five, they hadn't had a two-game win streak over the Sharks. Well, five years ago, five years. years ago,
0: they called and wanted me to go and play on the trip. That's how desperate they were <laughs> 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 on that one. And, and then you go against Anaheim, who plays the Caps tough a- after that one. I remember, it was Death Valley for a while, and the Caps don't play well in San Jose, Anaheim, and L.A. And then they go back to the Stanley Cup champion, Toronto Maple Leafs, on that road trip, and then they got Buffalo at the end in an afternoon game. So. This six-game homestand is very important, and that's why I said that Ovi should play uh, coming out of the break. And you get him rested, you get him relaxed, you get him charged up, and I'd rather go to war with Ovi than not to start that homestand, especially against a team like Calgary, who Ovi's had success against. Uh, they got a big defense that can move around. Ovi can impose his will on those guys, and now he won't be able to because he'll be up in the press box eating popcorn. So this, the, the bounce-back goals is a thing. Backstrom scores. That's a minute thirteen left you, in the first you, period. You know, I'm not saying the Caps have sucked all year long, but what what they what right now with the bounce back goals is when you when you play bad defense, that's when the ba- bad ba- when you're not committed to playing properly, that's when you get all the bounce back goals. And this doesn't happen when the things are when the ship is righted, but when you, you're not doing all the little things, the details. When you're playing a soft brand of defense, when you when you have players not committed to being in their lanes or shot block lanes. You have, the, you have the goal within a minute. You have the goal within a minute and a half. Every time those quick strike goals, it's when you're sucking defensively and you're not committed. So go back to Chicago. Uh, orpic scored to make it, uh,
2: I guess, 2-1. to Taze scores 30 seconds later, 3-1. Uh, third period of that game, Carlson scores, makes it 4-3. Kane scores 36 seconds later. Now it's 5-3. Niskanen scores, makes it 6-5. And a minute, two seconds later, they score 7-5, game over. San Jose, Burkowski scores, makes it 2-1. They get a lead. And uh, about two minutes later, Hurdle scores 2-2. It is a bizarrely terrible trend. I mean, there's a lot of them going on right now. But that one is, almost. it's hard to, because, you know, we talk about the championship pedigree this team now has and you know, sort of understanding how to you know close out games, and that has just gone bye bye.
1: Yeah, Ovi. Apparently, some quotes are coming out now. Izzy Kashudian from the Post is tweeting out some quotes now. Where Ovi saying it's you know the break comes at a perfect time. Back he says, "quote It's tough to go on a break with what is it six games, seven game losing streak. It's tough, but at the same time, maybe it's good mentally to just get away from hockey and get a fresh start next week." I I, I wholeheartedly agree. Like. Some people would say perhaps they need to be at the rink and trying to work their way out of this and getting some practice time and being together. I think this group needs a break desperately right now with the way they're playing. I know I do. And I'm ready to get away from it right now. I mean, Alan, you got to think that this group just has got to be mentally fried from what they're going through right now.
0: Oh, yeah. It wears you down all the negativity because all these guys don't have Twitter accounts and they don't have Instagram accounts and they don't look at their Facebook and read what everyone's saying because they do. And it's got to be driving them nuts because they're giving people ammunition right now to attack them at all times. And then they go on the, the mainstream media rags and that'll drive them even crazier. And just all the controversies that are out there. So they do need a break, but they have to come back so committed and so focused and I'm just going to throw this out there. They're three and six in back-to-back games right now. And the three teams that they beat, Ottawa, who super sucks. Uh, that was a pretty easy hockey game super when sucks. they were there. Super and they, sucks. And then New York Rangers, who super suck. And I then they, say they super duper And suck. And, and that was, a, those two were road games, the Ottawa and New York Rangers. And then they had Buffalo at home on a back-to-back. And that was, they eked that one out. But that was a hell of a hockey game. But So there are three and six in those games when they had to play a tough team. On the road in the back-to-back, they got spanked every time. That was just to prove that you were right? No, it's just I I don't give a shit about their predetermined factor with Ovi. He should have sat out this game because the same thing was going to happen no matter what. They were going to lose this game. I don't like
2: the Holpe playing tonight because the idea now that he's got to go to San Jose and take part in the All-Star game, which is just a nightmare for goalies. I mean, it's just sure it. was
0: for him last year that don't matter they, they don't believe me they shrugged that shit off that do, that doesn't matter for the goal it's not know, like
2: but you got to go across the country you got
0: you know, oh my well, god well that i mean he's flying san jose does, flying does it every, every road class. trip arizona's got the worst travel in the national hockey league like brian mcnally had
1: to wake up early this morning and have a layover in st louis to get to the hotel oh, i know and I, not I, have cable me. to watch the game like believe me i get Boo hoo! I, I mean brian, I mcnally did just not, no, and he won't have to
0: it, lift his bags. They're, they're right, right. Pre, someone's he's probably on care. a private plane, right? I mean,
1: the very good chance. Is our, tra- of the is our training is staff him out going? On, is
0: our training staff going on this one? I don't know I don't because know. It, because uh, if they are, th- then he's even got a, a more serious trip that he has the, doesn't have to do a damn thing with his gear. It, it's it's an easy the, the flying thing. Don't ever use that as an excuse because it's all first class. If he if he's he could be on a private jet as well. You have a lot of f and fun at these events and. The, and the game's on Saturday night, right? Yeah. The games on yeah. Saturday. so he'll have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday
1: to recoup from that long flight across country. Okay.
0: And I'm gonna yeah. have to drive all the way to Baltimore to fly to Hartford, Connecticut, and then shuttle to Springfield, Mass for the they all star break at the American hockey. That's tough travel. Okay. I'm gonna have to carry my bag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna walk it
1: back now? Or you No? No. Okay. Okay. And look, it, it it all sucks right now. Really, honestly, it all sucks right now. Because what what and I, and right?
0: I have a twelve minute drive after this podcast to get back to my place to pour my Tito's. <laughs> that's that's tough travel. Will be okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. You right. don't have someone going to pour you to, that Tito's. That you? You'll have someone pour you that Tito's. You should be
1: waiting. <laughs> <laughs> this can
0: your score,
1: and the Capitals within two with two forty six to go. Anything
0: that makes you feel good about the Caps right now? They're in second place. 100%. They have Alexander Ovechia, Nick Baxter, John Carlson on their team, Braden Holpe. That makes me feel good about them. I, I want to see certain players get their act together. Uh, I think TJ Oshie has to be better every day. Uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov, whatever's going on there, it's got to be way better. Hopefully, whatever's going on with him. Uh, he can get a reset more than anyone and come back more committed, more focused than any player on this team because they need him because there's a hole right there. And then Lars Eller, Beck Connolly, uh, Devante, Smith, Pelly, they were minus three as a group tonight. Normally you don't put a lot of stock in the minus three or the minuses, but what are they doing? Otherwise that, that those three guys got to really get it going. Brett's really dropped off. Lars has struggled all season long. And then, you know, the, the, the fourth line, I'm not even going to worry about those guys right now. It's got to be in your top nine. You've got to have those guys going. And then the D, something's not right there because, you know, if they get back to playing a congested style of defense in the interior of, of the ice uh, and, and the defensemen are, are making the blips like they are right now a little bit, and there's not some great puck management there. Uh, you know, there's going to have to be, I think this will be an active trade deadline for the Capitals more so than we've seen in the past. I think because you still got to, this is the team that you have to go big on because this, this is going to be harder to win a second cup. Uh, oldies, Ovi's older than he's ever been. And so is Backy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you look at that, you got to do it now before they age themselves out of it, before they become secondary players rather than primaries. So I wonder if they, speaking of audible, I wonder if Mac is
1: audibling right now, if what he said when we all met with him two weeks ago, whatever it was, a week and a half ago, and he said maybe player for player, maybe dollar for dollar. Doesn't, he doesn't think there's going to be anything big. I wonder if right now he's seeing what he's got. And he's, saying, a, he's a
0: great poker player.
1: He, he's looking but at But I wonder if it changes from maybe I just want to tweak something. I'm not going to do a Shattenkirk-like deal and risk, forget the results on the ice, risk creating something in the room because it's a strong I think room.
0: When they're going after players now, I think with the coaching staff, they're going to have to make sure because I think a mistake was made there. Barry wouldn't put Kevin Shattenkirk on the ice with Nate Schmidt, and when he finally did, they tore it up. He wasn't committed to that. He had him with Orpic They weren't a good mix. So he and uh, Reardon are going to have to say this guy plays with this guy. They're going to have to put the puzzle together before it gets here. Not experiment. Not do all the BS. And I think I think they definitely have to upgrade the team in a lot of areas. Other teams improved. The Caps What's are. What's the first thing you do? Well, if you, if you play. I'll, I'll do, I'll say to you, well, you I don't say to
1: locker, put your GM hat on here for a second. Well,
0: I've already told you off the air and I'm not going to use the name because I don't want to start mass hysteria. And I also want them to make sure they trade for this guy, but <laughs> there, I, I think a, a centerman that can play left wing, that can kill penalties, that can win faceoffs, that's bigger, that can skate. And last night against San Jose, he would have been your other option to put out there with Ovechkin because you left Ovechkin on the ice for two minutes. Uh, I thought Yashkin should have got some of that time because he was probably the most defensively responsible of all the other left-wingers. On the right-wing side, you're fine. I think they need some help up the middle and maybe a guy that would put heat on Lars Eller that to get his act together becomes a fourth-line centerman for a little while and this guy could flip-flop with them and you have that internal thing. And then uh, I think defensively, there are times that the team in the defensive zone, there's a lot of of blow-ups and hiccups by the defenseman I honestly think that you know you, you need to de upgrade, and I know Christian Juice has been out, but you know I, I just think that you have to go out and make sure because who knows how he's going to do after that injury. If he gets if he takes another shot, he had a, a pretty horrific injury. Uh, he, how long has he been out now? A month or so? Yeah, give or take a little bit more than that, and probably gained a pound. And so he he, uh, <laughs> which is a lot
1: considering. Yeah, but I, I, but I just think <laughs> the
0: the defense does not look. Quick right now, so maybe you have to add some more skating speed back there. A guy that's uh, agile, like a Kempney style, but maybe a little more than Kempney. A, a guy that you know what you're getting, so it's not such a, it's so much guesswork.
2: I'm glad you've added some mystery because now <laughs> people are going to be listening. Like,
1: who the hell is he talking about?
0: I know, we know, who
1: I he's know, about. but we can't. But talk. you don't know who he's I know, talking. About, I, I would I love to
0: I would love to name the movie character that he looks just like, but we cannot. Oh,
1: Mm. So now you got me. I don't know exactly what the hell you're talking about there. Are you going to write it down on a piece of paper so I could read it? Jessica Rabbit. Let's see. Oh, this is good. You can't say this. This is driving. This has got to be driving Uh, listeners crazy. One hundred percent (laughs) true. Yeah. That's good. I hope people are enjoying this. (laughs) And we're literally having an inside joke live. Same alliteration, right? Oh boy. Oh, boy. Go f- off. <laughs> there you go, Tim Shovers. There you Good go. Hey, everybody. Keep that one out. Hey, before we get out of here real quick, um, if you haven't seen, and as of this moment that we're recording it, this has been liked 294 times and counting, shared 30 times, our buddy Greg Christian, you can find him at Charm City Greg, at Charm City Greg, one of the nicest, happiest... Uh, most happy-go-lucky Caps fan who works at the arena now. We see him all the time. He sat in on a podcast with us earlier. He came to our first podcast party, which we did before the season. He's always involved in the conversation. One of our favorite guys who sadly his wife passed away not long ago, and they go to everything. Uh, He tweeted at all of us, me, Ryan, uh, uh, John Walton, Ben Raby, Joe B., Uh, tweeted at all of us with a a great quadruple box of pictures and says, we made it seeing the caps play in the last of 36 venues, 31 current arenas, two past arenas and three stadiums. And it's him and a picture that he's carrying of his wife. Um, And he finally gets to cross off. What was formerly the air Canada center? What is it? Scotiabank Scotiabank. arena. now? Scotiabank arena. Now, Um, just because we know him, and just because he's such a good dude, I just wanted to say congratulations to him and how awesome it was for for him to involve us all and see him get to finish this off. Because I thought, Ryan, that's pretty awesome for a guy to be able to do this.
2: Yeah. I, I've been amazed ever since I met that dude and knowing their story. Uh, yeah, one of the truly—you guys said it on the air. Uh, one of the nicest guys. Whenever I see him at the arena, he
1: always puts, smiles
2: always, and always a big
1: handshake out. Hey, Ryan,
2: how you doing? And I always get to stop, and he always says hello, and I always look forward to seeing him, especially afterwards when he's hanging around. Um, yeah, it's you know, you know, it's tragic what happened to his wife, and the fact that he's been able to uh, do this, and 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 the cool thing is obviously he's doing it for him which is great but the fact that he's doing it is putting a smile on a lot of other people's faces including us uh which you know is enriching lives man and that's all you can ask for that's really cool
1: and you always talk about it like hockey it's a big world but it's a really small tight-knit community and it's really all about you know your families and your friends doing this together because it's so tight and uh to see him do this and share this with everyone i think is awesome
0: yep you know what it's probably it's i i think it's a, the this man's sport so i don't consider hockey players athletes i just consider them guys that are just normal dudes who are able to do this really weird sport well and a lot of guys have been humbled because they're just another ass that plays hockey in their town they're nothing special they're just normal dudes and i think the trickle-down effect from that and their families make them more relatable and i think it makes the people around them better and that's the fans included yep yeah, so
1: awesome stuff there from uh, as our long buddy as you're not from Pittsburgh <laughs> <laughs> or Philly, because right, then screw you and your family. Uh, we're just kidding, of course we kid. Uh, not really, Greg Christian though. <laughs> awesome, awesome stuff. We will see you around the arena. We look forward to it, and uh, thanks for sharing those pictures with us on uh, on Twitter. Awesome stuff. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy your break away from hockey. Everyone needs to hit the reboot right now. Uh, get the new hard drive, clean it out, clear out all your iTunes songs, all your pictures, get a fresh start, and start a playoff push when we come back. Uh, We're going to try and do some podcasts throughout the break. I'm not promising anything. I know we're going to have a a sort of best of the opening night, which was one of the great nights in the franchise history. So look for that coming out over the next few days. We'll try and catch up with Brian McNally. He's out at the All-Star Game. I want
2: everybody to flood Alan May's Twitter with their, their idea of who he's talking about. Oh, that's a
1: good idea. Yes, everyone. I'm, everyone hockey, I'm, making private, I'm making
0: a private all week. So go. That's fine. That's, f- fine. Out, That's, fine. That's
1: fine. That's fine. Do it anyway. All right. We will. Uh, we will be back after the break. Again, please uh, download, write a review, subscribe, tell your friends to get involved with the Capitals Talk podcast. Uh, enjoy the all-star game and the time away from hockey for Ryan, Billy, and Alan May. I'm Rob Perlin. We'll talk to you then. And feeds
2: it across to Ovechkin. Wides and fire Scores! A lightning strike from Alexander Ovechkin. And the Capitals are back on top.